we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. We're air-conditioned in this camp house. That's really important this time of year. Welcome. It's good to have you back with us at Kinder Outdoors. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. Calming Care is that natural probiotic that works over time in a very special way. It's not a drug. works over time to settle the overactive dog, the one that just can't settle down, the overbarker, the overjumper, the obnoxious dog. Learn more about Calming Care when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. And that's K-I-N-D-E-R. Got a great show lined out for you today. We're going to visit with my friend Lewis Rather. He's the head man over there at International Wildlife Crime Stoppers. Maybe you've never heard of IWC, and you need to. If you're an outdoors man or woman, you like to hunt or fish, maybe you even contribute your hard-earned dollars to conservation efforts, conserving and preserving our wildlife and wild places, then you want those places protected and taken care of. International Wildlife Crime Stoppers makes it their job 24-7 to guard and protect North America's wildlife. Lewis is going to talk to us about that and about a very special softball game benefiting IWC that's coming up, no, not this summer, but in about a year, featuring some softball players that, well, I think these folks will be familiar to you. We're also hanging out with Adrian Avina today. The Jersey boy is in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors, actually on that Kinder Outdoors trot line. We're going to talk about throwing giant swim baits, giant swim baits, giant results. We're talking to Adrian about that on the show today, and I'm glad you're here to hang out with us. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or a cold glass of iced tea, whichever you prefer, and make yourself at home. You're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. It's a giant walleye out of South Carolina. The South Carolina Department of Natural Resources has certified a state record walleye caught in the upstate over Memorial Day weekend. Chris Edland of Spartanburg caught the big fish. Oconee County, Lake Tugelo, 10 pounds, 1.44 ounces. And it will share the state record title with a fish caught from 1994. That fish weighed 10 pounds even, but in South Carolina, your fish must exceed the previous record catch by at least two ounces to replace the record holder. So in the books, it's a tie. Lake Tugelo, 597 acres up in the mountains on the Georgia border. A beautiful part of the world, a beautiful place to fish, and beautiful big walleye in there too. And he's on the bragging board at kinderoutdoors.com. Speaking of big walleye, how about this? The only place in Texas where we have walleye is Lake Meredith, way up in the Texas panhandle, hot, dry desert. That's how most people picture that part of the world. But Lake Meredith is an oasis. Deep water, crystal clear canyon, bluffs, boulders, and cedar trees that grows giant walleye. The Texas Walleye Association had their Hank McWilliams Memorial Championship last weekend on Lake Meredith. 
Listen to this. The winning bag on day one, five fish, 19.40. Big fish on day one, 7.97. How about this? The winning bag on day two, 31. We're talking about five fish, five walleye, 31.12. And for the second year in a row on the same lake both times, it's a new Texas Walleye Association one-day bag record. Day two, big fish, 7.92. Meredith is producing great walleye. It is a tremendous southern walleye secret. And like my friend Mike Davis says, it may start getting some more attention now as word gets out about these super bags. Here's another new state record, this time out of Michigan. It's a flathead catfish. Lloyd Tanner, he was fishing in the St. Joe River. That's a tributary of Lake Michigan. Fishing with cut bait when he reeled in the record breaker. The new state record fish, a flathead that weighed in at 53.35, 48 inches long. Lloyd's holding that big catfish like a baby, and he's the proud papa. Check out the bragging board at kinderoutdoors.com. I was sitting on the front end of the boat throwing a bass plug the other morning, and I rounded a corner into a little pocket, and I heard him... A sure enough manooper of a bullfrog. And I thought to myself how I'd like to have a toe sack full of those. And beginning June 30th in the state of Missouri, you can go get you a toe sack full of those. Frogging season begins June 30th at sunset and runs through October 31st. You need a fishing permit or a small game hunting permit. Either will work to go frogging for bullfrogs or green frogs or both. You can catch eight frogs per day, both species combined. And here's a tip. Your day ends at midnight. Catch eight before the carriage turns into a pumpkin. Get them off the creek bank or away from the pond and go back and catch eight more. Fortiflora is America's number one canine probiotic. If you own a dog, you need Fortiflora in the fridge. Good morning. This is Dr. James Kroll. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com You know, this is a fast-changing world. As a matter of fact, you may not recognize your little universe as compared to just two years ago. But there are some bedrock stepping stones that'll take you through tough times. If you want to catch the girl, be nice. If you want to catch the ball, use both hands. 
And if you want to catch the fish, Menace. start early. About 6.45. And stick with what's dependable, like Chevy trucks. At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we work hard every day to be dependable in delivering you and your precious cargo to the fishing hole, whether that's across the county or the country, and back again. At Classic Chevrolet, we can't make love grow, <laughs> but we can be dependable in making sure that you're there when it does. Have you ever hugged or kissed a fish before? Yep. <laughs> ClassicChevrolet.com. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is, this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. Shh, I'm looking at a 12 with a 10-inch drop time. Y'all go on inside with Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for spending a little time in the camp house with us here at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, and this corner of the camp house is brought to us by Calming Care from the trusted name Purina. You know, they've been in the pet business a long, long time. They do their research. They do it right. And Calming Care is having some great results for folks with overactive dogs, the nervous Nelly that chews up the couch or tears up the carpet during a thunderstorm. Maybe barks incessantly or jumps on you and jumps on you till you just can't take it anymore. Try Calming Care. Learn more about it at kinderoutdoors.com. Our special guest in the camp house this week is a, a New Jersey guy. In fact, he is the Jersey boy. He's in Tennessee right now. Fishes the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour very successfully. Adrian Avina, welcome, man. Yeah, man. Shoot, I'm super excited. 
Uh, hey, I've been wanting to catch up with you for a while, and you've got a day off from your uh, Bass Pro Tour schedule today to spend a few minutes, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you. I know everybody's tugging at you from every angle. <laughs> yeah, man, no doubt. It's it's honestly pretty nice. You know, we're we're out here in uh, in Tennessee. I'm staying at a buddy's house, Jacob Wheeler. If anybody, I don't, I don't know if you guys know Jacob, but he's a pretty good bass fish. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we're actually. So, uh, we're actually enjoying a day off. We're about to go hang out with the family, and uh, and yeah, man. So I got plenty of time to talk to you guys. Good, that's cool. Vineland, New Jersey. Is it Vineland or Vineland? Uh, Vineland. Vineland. Okay. I don't, I, I'm, I don't, I don't really uh, pronounce the e in there, you know. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm guessing that that is in close proximity to saltwater. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's that's where I cut my teeth with saltwater fishing. Um, you know, I got a I got a saltwater guide guide business. It's called Jersey Boy Charters, and uh, and man, I I absolutely love the salt. That's you know I've been I've been I've been really getting my arm twisted by a few buddies that live you know in these central states, you know Tennessee, Alabama area, just because it's so much easier to get to a lot of these you know great bass venues. Uh, but shoot, man, I'll never I'll never leave that saltwater. Yeah, that's in your that's in your blood. That was in your blood before freshwater fishing, right? Am I right? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, that's that's in the veins. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if people want to come fish with you, now's the time to plan that summer trip. Uh, do you have some openings? Can we come fish with you? Oh shoot, man! Absolutely. You know, we have we have two different boats. We have a triple engine center console that has three three hundred Suzuki's on it, so it's a little rocket ship. And then we have a a bigger down east style boat. Uh, that you see on them, like, you know, them Wicked Tuna shows. It's a 45-foot provincial. Um, and I got a couple captains that also run the boat. But, shoot, man, if you want to come fishing with me personally, I'm running the boats all the time in between these bass tournaments. So just reach out. You know, we have Jersey Boy Charters on all the social media outlets. And, uh, yeah, man, if you ever want a saltwater fish, the tuna fishing right now is off the charts. And I notice you're fishing year-round. Yeah, we, um, you know, we fish pretty much from the middle of March you know, all the way till till the new year. You know, I, I start commercial fishing a little bit in the fall, um, but yeah, man, we're uh, we're we're on the water a lot. You know, 200 days out of the year, probably. Cool. Go fishing with Adrian Avena and his Jersey Boy Charters. We've got a link for you at KinderOutdoors.com. Check that out. Uh, grew up on saltwater, but man, pro bass fishing is a dream come true for you. It started on the FLW tour onto the Bassmaster Elites. You elevated really pretty quickly when it comes to uh, uh, the, the bass fishing world. And now the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, are you are you living the dream, dude? Man, I, I love it. You know, I mean, I uh, I wasn't like one of these guys that really got raised, you know, by uh, by a fishing family, per se. You know, I mean, not, no one in my family ever bass fished or freshwater fished. You know, we were just a bunch of saltwater fishermen. Um so for me, it started in college, man, and and uh, you know I, I got into the you know the collegiate program, and and uh, and the rest is history. And I was always an athlete; I love sports. And once I realized you know the whole competitive aspect of freshwater bass fishing, I was like, shoot, man, I'm all in on this gig. Yeah, <laughs> and and boy, I'm glad that you did too. I'm sure it's working out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's good, and, I, and I'll tell you, and, and this goes for anything in life. Period. You know, you got to surround yourself by good people. And you know I'm I'm you know I'm running with some of the best guys in, in the business you know Jacob DC Mark Daniels and and we're just you know we're a group of guys that call us the four horsemen and we're just out here having a having a great time while we're doing what we love. 
I read that Randy Howell is your angling hero. He's one of my favorite guys on the planet. Uh, how did Randy become your hero? What what made you fix your eyes on him? Man, so uh, so for one, you know, growing up, you know, I uh, you know I got I got raised by you know two two of the best parents in the world. You know, my mom and dad. You know, they supported both my sister and I through, you know, all the endeavors we ever wanted to do, you know, and, and Randy, Randy was just a great father figure, you know, I mean, him and his, him and his wife, you know, they traveled together, um, you know, they raised their kids on the road and it, and it, and it's something that I always idolized with Randy. Um, but early in my freshwater career, my father actually got paired up with Randy Howe in a Bassmaster Open. Um, and, and, and the funny story, dude, this is, this is straight up to, it's going to make some people laugh, but so my dad didn't even know what a Texas rig was. He just signed up just cause he was practicing with me during the event. So at, at one point in time, okay, Randy's fishing the Bassmaster Elite Series. My dad draws out with him. Literally Randy Howe was putting on my dad's Texas rig worm throughout the day. <laughs> and if anybody anybody knows if anybody knows Lake Champlain, that day, my dad okay Bassmaster event co angler side of the three fish limit. My dad had three for eleven and a half pounds. <laughs> literally, literally didn't even know how to freaking put on a worm, and he caught a four pound average with Randy Howe. And Randy Howe, you know, he told me that story, and I was just dying laughing, and and to this day, we still joke around about that, but. uh no man, it was that, that's that's probably why Randy you know, is one of my one of my favorite guys out here. Yeah, that's it tells us a lot about Randy. If you don't know Randy, he is a man of character, and uh, that tells you a lot tells you a lot about him. Well, hey, I want to talk to you about giant swim baits. I've noticed watching uh, some of the television stuff, uh, and you're the I think the only guy I've seen doing it throwing these big oversized giant swim baits, Adrian. And and I've bought some of that stuff actually from the from the saltwater world uh, portion of the store, I bought some oversized stuff for freshwater bass fishing, but I've never used it much. I have no confidence in it. Tell me what you're using. When we see you throwing a giant swim bait, what are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, so, so the big thing is, uh, for starters, you know, swim bait fishing is a high-risk, high-reward. You know, everybody out there knows, you know, you're not going to tie a seven, eight, or nine-inch, you know, glide bait or hard body bait and expect to get, you know, 15 or 20 bites on it, you know. So it's something that's always in my rod box, and it's something I always have tied on, but it's not something that I always plan on throwing. And, you know, people people naturally think, you know, Major League Fishing, you know, they're out there trying to catch as many as they can. But reality is I don't really change my game plan and my mindset all that much, not nearly as much as most people would think, you know. So, for an example, you know, we went out to Lake, uh, I believe it was Lake Fork was the last time I, you know, caught some bass on it. Um, but, of course, you know, it's the land of giants. There's tons of big bass in it. You know, it was a pre-spawn event. event. That's really when I like to throw a big swim bait the most is in the pre-spawn or even actually around the spawn. Um, you know, that's the time of year when you have the biggest bass in the lake, you know, really flooding up in the shallows, which make them more susceptible of catching them on a big glide bait. Um, but me personally, you know, there's, there's a handful of them that I, that I'll throw. Um, most of them are glide baits. You know, I, I will throw some other style baits, you know, um, like, like a triple trout or something if I'm fishing a herring lake. Um, but most of them are glides. You know, I got some KGBs. I got some Roman maids. 
Um, you know, I got some, some few others, uh, but the big thing is going into it. You just need to understand you're not fishing for a lot of bites, but you are, you know, putting yourself in a situation of catching your, you know, your PB. So, um, I freaking love it, man. It, it's hard to put it down. It's like a top water. It's once you start going <laughs> around, man, it, it's tough to put it down. Hey, stand by, Adrian. Hang on. We're not through with you. Adrian Avina, more coming up. This is Wayne LaPierre, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. The snakes are just laying there waiting for you to walk out to the barn or walk over there and fill that feeder or step outside at night. Don't let him get you. Dang you, Robert. Most folks don't even have snake boots right now. They're stuck on a boat in Vietnam or something. But Robert Cantrell's ship has come in at Texas Outdoors. First class, premium quality, full grain Chippewa snake boots. Lots of styles and sizes for men and women. Texas Outdoors, southwest Fort Worth on the Benbrook traffic circle. Dang it. I'm Tom Watson with Bend Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. Outdoor Texas Camps produces strong young women. Yeah, I was eight, so I was a camper for about three, four years. Like Faith, step one is attend an Outdoor Texas Camp. Get involved, and you never know where it will go from there. This camp like gave me foundational skills of like how to plan, how to like what does responsibility look like. If they they can come in knowing nothing, and they will leave with a whole new set of skills. Top-notch instructors teaching outdoor skills, hunting, fishing, and the shooting sports. Young ladies. Growing confident in their abilities. Like this camp, like, yes, it's about hunting and fishing and their skills learned, but I think they grow up in these camps. We see a kid that doesn't know what, honestly, what responsibility is, and they grow up. Outdoor Texas Camps is now taking enrollment for girls 9 to 17, with $400 scholarships available to young ladies in the North Texas area for Summer Camps 2022. Make it a summer of growth for the young lady in your life. It all starts at OutdoorTexasCamps.com. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet, bid on an auction item, make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. 
the original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. brush of South Texas to the big bush of South Africa, it's Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the choice of champions, 89% of the field trial champions across North America are Purina Pro Plan dogs, performance formula, 30% protein, 20% fat. Pick it up at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. More from Major League Fishing Bass Pro Angler, Adrian Avina, coming up in a few minutes. Right now, though, I want you guys to meet a friend of mine, Lewis Rather, with International Wildlife Crime Stoppers. He does important work. Lewis, welcome back. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Big Bill. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. I always uh, enjoy my visits with you and the good work that you guys are doing at International Wildlife Crime Stoppers. And I want to, uh, right off the bat, explain to, to folks that are listening that might not know, Lewis, what is IWC, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers? Yes, sir. It's uh, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers is international for the simple fact that we have 10 Canadian provincial agencies that are members of our organization in addition to 44 state agencies in the U.S. So that makes us an in, in, uh, international agency, and our primary goal is to be in a position where we can help state and provincial government crime stoppers programs continue the work in the war on poaching when either their legislators or their provincial governments do not have the funding or the support to get the things that they need to be able to carry that duty out. I think uh, most of us uh, across these United States anyway are familiar uh, with our game wardens and the good work that they that they do and Operation Game Thief, uh, where we as hunters, fishermen, outdoorsmen, and women can uh, report 
something bad going on in the outdoors. And this just kind of binds everybody together, state to state, U.S. and Canada, right? Yes, sir. So it's kind of like a clearinghouse. You can either make a request or report by sending it to IWC, and we will get it out to all of our state and provincial members from our website services. And you mentioned OGT, and you're right. OGT is your organization that protects what's important to you, Bill, which is your fish and wildlife resources. I heard you explain this better than anyone in my life. Uh, when I first heard you speak, Lewis, uh, on stage, we were on stage together at an event, and you said the first thing out of your mouth was, when when a poacher poaches your fish or your deer, those are yours, they're stealing from you. It's theft from you. I'd never heard it put that way, and that's about as clear as we can put it. You've got a very good memory. That's exactly right. It's simple thievery, and they're stealing from you. Nobody likes to be violated by someone stealing something that's important to them that does not belong to the person who took it. And that's what we're here to do, and that's what IWC does every year to help all of our states and provincial governments continue doing that. Because, Billy, we're just not going to have it. We're all game wardens. As you know, IWC was developed in 1997 by game wardens, and it's run by game wardens still today in 2022. I should have uh, said this right off the bat, that, Lewis, you were a longtime Texas game warden. Thank you so very much for your service uh, in that area. We appreciate it. How long were you a warden in Texas? Uh, 35 years, and my last seven years was in headquarters as state operation uh, program our state coordinator for our OGT operation program for theft. So OGT was what I did for the last seven years at headquarters staff, but I enjoyed every minute of my career with Parks and Wildlife because I was in doing something that I believe in as a warden is protecting some support to me and to you and every other stakeholder in Texas. We're talking to people across the United States and in Canada. So if someone's listening in Canada today and they haven't heard of this uh, U.S. and Canada holding hands to protect wildlife, uh, where can they learn more? Uh, is there a number they call in Canada that's different from, from the, your headquarters number? I'm going to give them a website because that's, they all can reach that. The website is real simple. It's all lowercase. One word, wildlifecrimestoppers.org, O-R-G. Wildlifecrimestoppers.org, and there's a wealth of information there. Uh, you can actually become a member and a supporter of the IWC uh, at the website, right? Actually, yes, you can. And, and I want to thank you, uh, Kinder Outdoors, being such an environmentalist and conservationist as one of our major uh, supporters. And I appreciate everything you've done. But I would like to say that uh, they can check all these cases out. Now, you and I have talked about some specific cases. I do have one here if we have time. Oh, uh, yeah, we got lots of time. Hey, Lewis, there's a reason why Cops is on TV 24-7. We love to see bad guys thrown in jail. There's a reason why Northwoods Law and Lone Star Law and all of those shows do so good, because we like to see bad guys thrown in jail. And, and you guys do, our wardens do a good job of that. What have you got for us? Fill us in. So when you go onto our website, it'll pop up. And in fact, we have several cases on there you can view, but the most current in Colorado. There was a 20-year-old man who was issued a lifetime hunting ban uh, after his behavior in Colorado, and he defines what a poacher is. He had killed 12 deer, two turkeys, and a bighorn sheep. He was also convicted 2019-20, paid $4,600 fine, forfeited his weapons, six months in jail, three years probation, and now Colorado Parks and Wildlife has handed down a, a lock, stock, and barrel, a lifetime hunting ban, which went in also to affect all IVWC states. That's interstate wildlife violator compact so now he cannot hunt anything 
in 48 states that are members of the compact. The only two that are not right now is Hawaii and Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. That's That's good work. That is a deterrent. Yes, sir. (laughs) Absolutely it is. And uh, when you click on media and case files at wildlifecrimestoppers.org, you can see lots of different cases there from Ontario to Oklahoma and every place in between. So uh, go check it out. Check out that website and see the good work that they're doing at uh, Wildlife Crime Stoppers. Some of the guys that we've watched on uh, television, uh, like up in Maine, uh, the, the original Northwoods guys on television, uh, they, they participate and they're active. People that we watch on television are active with International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, and they're going to get active on the softball field next year is what I hear. Yes, sir. We're currently working on a, a celebrity charity softball game fundraiser. We go for IWC, Texas Operation Game Thief, and Maine Operation Game Thief. The game warden from Northwoods Law TV show in Maine will be coming down to Texas next June to play the game wardens from Lone Star Law on a softball game. And I told our guys we're going to make sure we win. <laughs> but uh, we're going we're going to be we're going to be playing at the Dale Diamond just north of Round Rock, and I know you know that area well. Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty good barbecue down that way too. So everybody needs to uh have you have you got the dates worked out in concrete yet? We have two tentative dates and it's based on Major League Baseball schedule for the Round Rock Express that plays up there, but the tentative dates are either June seventeenth or June twenty fourth, two thousand twenty three, and we'll be sending out more information on our website, of course reaching out to you with your support as you always do. And uh, from what I'm understanding, you're still agreeing to be our MC. Is that correct? I'll be there. Yes, sir. I'm right. planning to be there. You bet. In uh, Round Rock, Texas, we're going to have a uh, we're going to have a great time. So as soon as that date is set in stone, we'll get it up on our website and, and talk about it on the air, and everybody can start making their hotel reservations and and get ready to come watch uh, the Northwoods Law and Lone Star Law guys duke it out on the uh, on the softball field. Uh, I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you and and what you do 24-7, I can't be out there hunting and fishing 24-7. But you guys have your eyes on the places I hunt, fish, and frequent 24-7. And I greatly appreciate you guys, Lewis, for all you do. Well, same to you, my friend. And look forward to seeing you next year. Stay in touch. And anything more you want to learn about uh, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, you'll find it at kinderoutdoors.com. Thank you, Lewis, and have a great day. Thank you, Billy. Bye-bye. Lewis Rather with International Wildlife Crime Stoppers. Hey, do you have a dog with an itchy coat? Maybe an older dog that could benefit from added glucosamine in his diet? A puppy with a lot of energy? A hard-working dog or a couch potato? No matter the dog, there's a ProPlan formula from the trusted name Purina waiting for your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Atwood's, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Missouri, and Kansas. Going to take a short break, and then we're headed back to the great state of Tennessee to talk to a guy from New Jersey. Adrian Avina fishes the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, and he joins us when we come back from that coffee pot at Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm bass angler Mike McClellan, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas Hill Country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, 
the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will, too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out, and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S. TejasRanchFence.com These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it, and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa. And they're simple. And they're, and they're, we just can't make them fast enough. They're fully cooked. All you gotta do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside. And it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them. These items have become staples in our home. Robin's favorite is the taco meat. I'm partial to the tamales. And what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com Hey, crappie anglers, crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5 foot 6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all-day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shadpos. Tennessee Mist, White, Who Dat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and Smith'sProducts.com. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
We screened that porch in just for you. Glad you enjoy it. You're in camp with Kinder Outdoors. Welcome back to the Kinder Outdoors Camp House, brought to you by Purina Pro Plan and the many great Pro Plan formulas. You know, I talk about 30% protein, 20% fat. Uh, that's a hot fuel for hardworking dogs, bird dogs, working dogs all the time. But if you have a dog that has trouble holding weight, putting on weight, you might want to look at this too. 30% protein, 20% fat. Purina Pro Plan performance in the purple sport bag. Adrian Avina rejoins us now from the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour. Thanks for hanging on, Adrian. We're talking about glide baits, big, giant, oversized swim baits, and when to throw them. And I'm thinking in this day of forward-facing sonar, when we can see what's out ahead of us there, and we see that big football, that giant out there that looks different than everything else we're seeing, might be a real good time to throw that big glide bait. Yeah, I mean, no doubt, you know, and and the thing about a swim bait, what 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 it, it's so powerful at is is drawing power, right? So like, for the longest time, okay, pre forward facing sonar, you know, the only way of you finding out what lives underneath that boat dock is by throwing a big glide bait on the side of it, and literally every big bass underneath that dock is is going to follow it out. Now, you know, there's going to be days where you know, you're going to have 30 or 40 followers, and you're going to be like, man, I had a 22-pound bag follow me today, but I never caught one. But then there's going to be days when all of a sudden, you know, five or six of them start committing to it. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shoot, man, I had 22 pounds of bites on it today. So every <laughs> day is different, but the pure drawing power that that bait has is incredible. Um and actually, to kind of to kind of go to what you were just saying, I I caught uh, I caught two giant ones in practice at Lake Fork fishing suspended timber, or fishing fish that were suspended in the timber that a lot of guys were targeting on. You know, of course, a jerk bait. You know, jerk bait craze is crazy right now, and a lot of that has, you know, to do with, you know, what Dustin has done and what you know a few other guys have done on on the jerk bait and forward facing sonar. But I literally was casting that big swim bait in them trees out in the middle of the lake where you would never expect, you know, to even make a cast at. But I know that there's a bass six, eight feet down that looks like a bowling ball out there. And I'd, and I'd reel my swim bait by, and he'd follow it, and then all of a sudden he'd commit to it, and he'd be like seven-pounder. And you'd be like, that's a fish you would never catch if you didn't have that forward-facing sonar. And maybe if you weren't throwing a big swim bait. Yeah, there you go. Hey, let's talk a little bit about your setup when you're throwing these big oversized swim baits. What are you throwing them on? Yeah, so uh, I'm a I'm a firm believer. Um, I'd say 90% of the time in throwing 25 pound mono, I throw trialing big game. People are probably laughing right now because it's probably one of the cheapest cheapest monos you can buy. You can literally buy it anywhere. Um, but 25 pound big game, I like it because it has a little bit of stretch. Um, I personally throw mine on a Revo Beast. It's an Garcia Revo Beast. Um, and then I'll just, I'll throw it on a heavy flipping stick. You know, Garcia doesn't really have, you know, you know, like a, like a technique, uh, specific per se of a swim bait rod. Um, but I'll throw it on two different ones. I'll throw it on a, if I'm throwing a smaller one, like a seven inch glide, I'll throw it on a seven, six heavy action fantasy to premiere. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, if I'm throwing it, you know, a bigger swim bait than that, like a nine inch glide, I'll throw it on a seven eleven flipping stick. Um, but definitely, you know, a Revo beast, you want something that's like, you know, a 300 style reel, just so you get that line capacity because I mean, you know, as well as I do, you know, you get the wind behind you, you go to chucking that thing, you can throw all the line off a 200 size. Uh, people are just tuning into this and, and they heard you say, you know, when I'm throwing a smaller bait, like a seven inch swim bait, <laughs> we're talking about giant swim baits today with Adrian Avena. This guy's had a lot of success with him. Maybe you've seen him on television on the MLF cups, uh, throwing that oversized swim bait. You mentioned pre-spawn and, uh, and around the spawn. Uh, but uh, I've seen you other times of the year throwing, uh, throwing those big oversized spin, uh, swim baits too. What, what are the, what are the times of year when you'll absolutely not think about using it is there a time you know it, i'm always thinking about it just because i love throwing one so much and i and i just know the quality of fish that you can catch on it um you know probably probably the fall you know the fall is the time of year when the when the fish really start keying in on on smaller bait um but then again, there's a lot of big ones up shallow again. So I, so I always have one tied, you know, tied on. Um, but just it seems like to me, you know, some of the best times of year to throw it is pre-spawn spawn. You know, when the majority of the big fish of the lake that you fish are up there shallow. Um, but I'll never rule one out. You know, because there's always big ones shallow. Uh, it's just you know that those times of year that I mentioned is when the majority of them big bass are up there. New Jersey is not known as a giant whitetail state, but it's probably a very well-kept secret. You guys have a ton of whitetail deer in the state of New Jersey, and you love to bow hunt. I don't know how many people know that about you. Yeah, you know, I I, I grew up doing that a lot, you know, all, all through high school and college. And and honestly, over the last couple of years, you know, I, I kind of got out of it just a little bit because I really started doing a lot of commercial fishing in the fall, uh, spending a lot of time on the water. But, uh, but man, yeah, I love it. You know, I mean, Jersey's known for backyard bucks, man. I mean, there's not a, there's not a whole lot of, a whole lot of areas, you know, to hunt public land. You know, I've got a, I've got a hundred acre parcel that we'll hunt. And then, um, you know, of course it, it seems like outside of that, you're hunting in somebody's backyard, but man, it's, it's fun. We don't have giant, you know, a hundred, a hundred inch, a hundred and, you know, 15 inch deer is a big deer in Jersey. Uh, but the sheer number of deer is pretty incredible. Well, a hundred acres to a bow hunter is is a big deal. Yeah, that's plenty of room if you've got some deer, or maybe if you're a turkey hunter, that's about all you need. Uh, but if you're a bow hunter, that gets you up close and personal, and, and plenty of room to hunt. Hey, what a pleasure talking to you, Adrian. Like I said, I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while, and and I've really enjoyed it. I'll be bugging you again. Absolutely, man. Hey, I enjoyed it. Thanks everybody for having me. Hey, and, and by the way, if you want to go fishing with Adrian Avina on his saltwater charters. Uh, check him out at? At Jersey Boy Charters. Yeah, don't sleep on that, man. We'll have a great time. Grab you and a couple of the buddies, and, and let's go out saltwater fishing. I know it's a bucket list for a lot of people, and uh, right now it's prime time. From now all the way through the summer is incredible. Thanks again for the time, Adrian. Adrian Avina, we've got just a few seconds left before we get up and stretch our legs a bit. Here's Kinder Outdoors Camp House Master Chef John Bonnell. Hot weather means ceviche. 
Let's do it, man. I'm a huge ceviche fan. To me, it starts with the freshest possible fish. This is not one to just mess around and buy something frozen, thaw it out, and make ceviche. Freshest is required for ceviche, but you need something acidic. Typically, it's going to be lime juice. You need something a little spicy, some kind of chilies, whether it's jalapeno, serrano, whatever your favorite is, cilantro, onion, tomato. Those are all kind of key ingredients, and then you've got your fish. Personally, I think catfish is one of the best around here. Really? Yeah, speckled trout works really well, too. Redfish is a great one. Tuna can make a good ceviche. Shrimp can make a good ceviche. Keep it on the lighter side, not a real heavy fish. And there's a couple of schools of thought. If you want to make it fast, cut your fish into small cubes, blanch them in, in boiling salted water for about five seconds, pull them out, rinse them cool, and then start hitting them with your lime juice. Or you can take them completely raw and soak them in lime juice overnight. With the price of limes right now, this may cost you an arm and a leg, so you may want to just uh, season with your lime right at the end there. But, you know, some kind of spice, a little bit of flavor, tomatoes, onions, and a really good fresh fish. If you get your balance right between spicy, salty, and acidic, you're all set. Those are the three uh, components that have to balance. And for folks who have never made ceviche, this is, uh, this is you're, you're not putting this on a stovetop. You don't cook it. It actually cooks in the acid uh, and prepares itself for, for the table in the, in the acids of the citrus, right, overnight. Yep, this is an example of what we call cooking through chemistry rather than cooking through physics. The acidity of the lime juice does the cooking for you. Like I say, if you want to shortcut it, you can blanch it in, in you know, boiling salted water for just a minute to kind of kickstart the process. But typically, we just soak ours because it's really fresh and great lime juice, and you got something beautiful. Conservation Company with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to our camp house here at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder, and hey, we're hanging out with a pretty good stick from the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour today, Adrian Avena. In case you missed any of it last hour, he's talking about giant swim baits that he's had a lot of success with, these big glide baits. If you're not familiar or you have no confidence in them, stick around. We'll hear it again later this hour. Hey, my friend Gary Klein is in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and this October he will be inducted into the Texas Bass Fishing Hall of Fame as well. He cut his teeth on western lakes, and that's why when I wanted to know about Lake Mead out in Nevada, I went straight to Gary. Mead, it's a bucket list trip for a lot of anglers. Gary, not a lot of pros can tell me a whole lot about Lake Mead uh, because they've only been there maybe a time or two. You know a lot about Lake Mead because uh, you cut your fishing teeth, your bass teeth on Mead. Well, I really have. You know, I, I actually grew up on Lake Mead, and uh, that was one of those lakes that always intrigued me. Uh, because think about the era when I was growing up in the 70s and the equipment I was using back then. Lake Mead was massive. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles of shoreline, cuts and coves, and it just that lake has always intrigued me. Yeah. And, boy, what a beautiful lake it is. It's a desert setting. And you might be fishing along there and look up, and there's a herd of bighorn sheep up there, uh, up on the cliff above you. That's not an uncommon sight. Well, no, it's really not. And, and it's actually a very common sight, especially when you get in the areas where the sheep herds are. I mean, they're going to have a lot of sheep out there. But one of the things about the desert I've always enjoyed is the sunrises and the sunsets. Absolutely phenomenal. Normally, because of 
the lake being so vast, especially when I go out and practice for the U.S. Open or some of the other tournaments we've had in the past, I just put the sleep bag in the boat and fish sun up, sun down, and just camp out in my boat and get up the next morning and keep fishing. That way I don't have to come back, put the boat on the trailer, and drive an hour back into town and come back out. But one of the things that has all, I've always liked about mead, especially from a competitive angler's viewpoint, is it's a very challenging lake. Uh, lake mead will push you. Um, lake mead's got a population of largemouth in it, um, not a lot of big ones, but it's a very competitive environment. And what's really happened to Lake Mead over the past, uh, say, six, seven, eight years is they have actually introduced smallmouth mm. into Lake Mead. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you went out now, Bill, and fish, it would be completely different than what you've ever experienced. So, you know, we were talking earlier about fishing the north area for smallmouth. Lake Mead's got a great population of smallmouth, a lot of them two-and-a-half to three-and-a-half, and they're growing every year. So it's really becoming more of a predominant species in there. Hmm. Wow, that's a fun lake just got to be more fun. I guess it's fun. There are days when it's not fun. It can change in a heartbeat, can it? Well, it really can. You know, Lake Mead's one of those lakes that, you know, you talk about clear water. The clearest water I've ever really fished is on Lake Mead. I mean, literally, you could flip a quarter over and you could see the quarter on the bottom, and you look at your depth finder and you're 50 foot of water. So, I mean, it is actually that clear. And of course, you can run to the back end of some of the major arms, and you get a little bit of that desert sand look, kind of a creamy looking water. But Lake Mead, anytime you fish a clear water environment, Fish are sight feeders. They're not ladder line feeding. And it allows you to fish a lot of different techniques, techniques that I call draw baits, uh, like a top water, a fast reel, a spinner bait, a jerk bait, where you're using an artificial lure with a technique trying to pull the fish from the cover or up from the depth to the lure. And Lake Mead is definitely one of those lakes, so you can really run make a million casts, fish fast, and really be very successful on that lake. Yeah, you can use a lot of those northern Arkansas techniques, bull shoals, beaver, same type water. Uh, but I tell you what, if you're out in the desert and you're out fishing uh, that country, you might think about that sleeping bag. See, I've, I've not done that. You might think about Gary's sleeping bag because it's a pretty good stroke to town there. Yeah, it really is. It's a long run. And plus, it just, you know, for me, when I'm getting ready for an event, that's one of the few lakes that allows me the ability to do that, to actually camp out, kind of get more in tune with the environment and what, what's actually going on. And plus, in the desert, especially on Lake Mead, I mean, you can look out and look 20 miles out to the horizon, and that's, that's pretty special. Intimidating for an angler when they first hit a big body of water like that, because you look at that thing and you go, wow, where do I go? Well, especially when the main basin is 22 miles across it and the wind blows. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Lake Mead with a lot of big water. Uh, so you have to really be, you have to pay attention. You have to really focus on the weather. Um, most of the equipment that we use today is really good stuff. Uh, so, you know, if you want to go to the upper end, you need to go to the Overton Arm and launch or go out to the Temple Bar area and launch. But phenomenal, phenomenal lake. Yeah. When do those fish spawn out there, by the way? Because that's a, that's a different atmosphere, cold, cold nights, desert nights. Yeah, it really is. It seems like traditionally over the past, and of course there's always, you know, a little plus or minus, but normally the month of April is real strong on Lake Mead. Yeah, they do spawn some in March, and you'll find them spawning all the way in May. And a lot of the fish on Lake Mead spawn deep. I cannot tell you how many events I fished up there in April where I'm fishing for fish that are relating to beds 
But I'm looking at them on my depth finder, and they're 20, 22. They look, you see a little white spot down there, and you drop your bait, and the fish will actually swim up and get it on the way down. Wow, that's pretty cool. I, I love clear water fishing. I like it. Are you a fan of clear water? I like it all, but uh, clear water is kind of dear to my heart because that's what I was raised on. Hey, never been to Mead? Think about it with the family. It's a great trip. Hoover Dam, very historic, beautiful part of the world, and some great bass fishing, too. Gary Klein. Let's make a little run to the coffee pot, and then when we come back, we're going to revisit our conversation with Adrian Avina, talking about giant swim baits. Hey, everybody. It's Dominic Zamito with Two Rivers Fly Shop in North Fork, Arkansas. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Billy, are you sinking? It looks like you've got a heck of a hole in your waders there. Folks, Texas Outdoors, a true Texas legend, has been serving up hunting, fishing, and shooting supplies to fine folks like you and me for 38 years. Every day, Robert Cantrell puts that genuine smile on his face, turns the key in the door, loads up on fresh stories to share, and takes care of whatever you and I have needed. Robert, well done. Texas Outdoors' final sale is its biggest ever. Texas Outdoors, southwest Fort Worth on the Benbrook Traffic Circle. Thank you for your business. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do. So the cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences, fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S, TejasRanchFence.com. Don't head to the country without stopping at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. I'm Randy Jackson reminding you that we are on the way to the ranch just west of Weatherford on the south side of Interstate 20. We have rifles, pistols, shotguns, all from dependable names like Smith & Wesson, Browning, Beretta, Christensen, Megara, Six Hour, Winchester, and many more. Be sure to ask about our used gun selection, too. Teskey's Outdoors can deck you out for the field and the boat with outdoor wear from Patagonia, Cool, Sims, Howler Brothers, Ariat, Free Fly, Sitka, North Face, and many others. We are a one-stop shop on your way to the Rancher Lease with ammo for ducks, dove, quail, deer, varmints, and even tin cans. Heck, you can buy your hunting and fishing license at Teskey's Outdoors in Weatherford. Bring the trader, deer blinds, feed, and feeders available, too. 
We have what you need and what you forgot to pack when you left the house. Teske's Outdoors on the south side of Bayou 20, just west of Weatherford. Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria. The duck lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 per days in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Castoria. Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air conditioned. Uh, it's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room. Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting cordobadoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Camp house floor creaks a little, but don't worry, you're on solid ground with Kinder Outdoors. Kinder Outdoors t-shirts, we give them away. All you have to do is go to kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com, and register. And then we uh, just do a simple drawing, just an old-fashioned drawing. (laughs) And we'll get it in the mail to you when we draw your name, okay? K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com, and you'll see right there on the homepage what you need to do to throw your name in the hat. Adrian Avina fishes the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour. We caught up with him earlier in the show today. The Jersey Boy is in the camp house. Welcome, Adrian. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, man. Shoot, I'm super excited. Uh, Hey, I've been wanting to catch up with you for a while, and you've got a day off from your uh, Bass Pro Tour schedule today to spend a few minutes, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you. I know everybody's tugging at you from every angle. <laughs> yeah, man, no doubt. It's it's honestly pretty nice. You know, we're we're out here in uh, in Tennessee. I'm staying at a buddy's house, Jacob Wheeler. If anybody, I don't, I don't know if you guys know Jacob, but he's a pretty good <laughs> bass fisher. And uh, yeah. we're actually uh, we're actually enjoying a day off. We're about to go hang out with the family, and uh, and yeah, man. So I got plenty of time to talk to you guys. Good, that's cool. Vineland, New Jersey. Is it Vineland or Vineland? Uh, Vineland. Vineland, okay. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't really uh, pronounce the E in there, you know. Gotcha, okay. So I'm guessing that that is in close proximity to saltwater. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's that's where I cut my teeth with saltwater fishing. Um, you know, I got a, I got a saltwater guide, guide business. It's called Jersey Boy Charters. And, uh, and I, I absolutely love the salt. That's you know, I've been, I've been, I've been really getting my arm twisted by a few buddies that live, you know, in these central states, you know, Tennessee, Alabama area, just because it's so much easier to get to a lot of these, you know, great bass venues. Uh, but shoot, man, I'll never, I'll never leave that salt water. Yeah, that's in your, that's in your blood. That was in your blood before freshwater fishing, right? Am I right? Uh, no doubt. Yeah, that's that's in the veins. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if people want to come fish with you, now's the time to plan that summer trip. Uh, do you have some openings? Can we come fish with you? Oh shoot, man! Absolutely. You know, we have we have two different boats. We have a triple engine center consoles that has three three hundred Suzukis on it, so it's a little rocket ship. And then we have a, a bigger down east style boat. 
uh, that you see on them, like, you know, them Wicked Tuna shows. It's a 45-foot provincial. Um, and I got a couple captains that also run the boat, but a shoot, man, if you want to come fishing with me personally, I'm running the boats all the time in between these bass tournaments. So just reach out. You know, we have Jersey Boy Charters on all the social media outlets. And, uh, yeah, man, if you ever want to saltwater fish, the tuna fishing right now is off the charts. And I notice you're fishing year-round. Yeah, we, um, you know, we fish pretty much from the middle of March, you know, all the way till till the new year. You know, I, I start commercial fishing a little bit in the fall. Um, but, yeah, man, we're, uh, we're, we're on the water a lot, you know, 200 days out of the year probably. Cool. Go fishing with Adrian Avena and his Jersey Boy Charters. We've got a link for you at kinderoutdoors.com. Check that out. Uh, grew up on saltwater, but, man, pro bass fishing is a dream come true for you. It started on the FLW Tour onto the Bassmaster Elites. You elevated really pretty quickly when it comes to uh, uh, the, the bass fishing world, and now the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour. Are you are you living the dream, dude? Man, I, I love it. You know, I mean, I uh, I wasn't like one of these guys that really got raised, you know, by uh, – by a fishing family per se you know i mean not, no one in my family ever bass fished or freshwater fished you know we we're just a bunch of saltwater fishermen um so for me it started in college man and and uh you know i, I got into the college you know the collegiate program and and uh and the rest is history and you know, i was always an athlete i love sports and once i realized you know the whole competitive aspect of freshwater bass fishing i was like shoot man i'm all in on this gig yeah <laughs> and and boy i uh, glad that you did, too. I'm sure it's working out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And, I, and I'll tell you, and this goes for anything in life, period. You know, you got to surround yourself by good people. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm running with some of the best guys in, in the business, you know, Jacob, D.C., Mark Daniels. And, and we're just, you know, we're a group of guys that call us the four horsemen. We're just out here having a having a great time while we're doing what we love. I read that Randy Howell is your angling hero. He's one of my favorite guys on the planet. Uh, how did Randy become your hero? What what made you fix your eyes on him? Man, so uh, so for one, you know, growing up, you know, I uh, you know I got I got raised by you know two two of the best parents in the world. You know, my mom and dad, you know, they supported both my sister and I through you know all the endeavors we ever wanted to do. You know, and and Randy Randy was just a great father figure. You know, I mean, him and his him and his wife, you know, they traveled together. Um, you know, they raised their kids on the road and it, and it, and it's something that I always idolized with Randy. Um, but early in my freshwater career, my father actually got paired up with Randy Howe in a Bassmaster Open. Um, and, and, and the funny story, dude, this is, this is straight up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make some people laugh. But so my dad didn't even know what a Texas rig was. He just signed up just because he was practicing with me during the event. So at one point in time, okay, Randy's fishing the Bassmaster Elite Series. My dad draws out with him. Literally, Randy Howe was putting on my dad's Texas rig worm throughout the day. And if anybody, <laughs> anybody knows, if anybody knows Lake Champlain, that day, my dad, okay, Bassmaster event, co-angler side is a three-fish limit. My dad has three for 11 and a half pounds. <laughs> literally, literally didn't even know how to freaking put on a worm, and he caught a four-pound average with Randy Howe. And Randy Howe, you know, he told me that story, and I was just dying laughing. And, and to this day, we still joke around about that. But uh, no, man, it was it, that, that's that's probably why Randy, you know, is one of my one of my favorite guys out here. Yeah, that tells us a lot about Randy. If you don't know Randy, he is a man of character, and uh, that tells you a lot 
tells you a lot about him. Well, hey, I want to talk to you about giant swim baits. I've noticed watching uh, some of the television stuff, uh, and you're the, I think the only guy I've seen doing it, throwing these big, oversized, giant swim baits, Adrian. And, and I've bought some of that stuff actually from the, from the saltwater world, uh, portion of the store. I bought some oversized stuff for freshwater bass fishing, but I've never used it much. I have no confidence in it. Tell me what you're using. When we see you throwing a giant swim bait, what are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, so, so the big thing is, uh, for starters, you know, swim bait fishing is a high-risk, high-reward. You know, everybody out there knows, you know, you're not going to tie a 7, 8, or 9-inch, you know, glide bait or hard body bait and expect to get, you know, 15 or 20 bites on it. You know, so it's something that's always in my rod box, and it's something I always have tied on but it's not something that I always plan on throwing. And, you know, people people naturally think, you know, Major League Fishing, you know, they're out there trying to catch as many as they can. But reality is I don't really change my game plan and my mindset all that much, not nearly as much as most people would think, you know. So, for an example, you know, we went out to Lake, uh, I believe it was Lake Fork was the last time I, you know, caught some bass on it. Um, but of course, you know, it's the land of giants, just tons of big bass in it. You know, it was a pre-spawn event, event. That's really when I like to throw a big swim bait the most is in the pre-spawn or even actually around the spawn. Um, you know, that's the time of year when you have the biggest bass in the lake, you know, really flooding up in the shallows, which make them more susceptible of catching them on a big glide bait. Um, but me personally, you know, there's, there's a handful of them that I, that I'll throw. Um, most of them are glide baits. You know, I, I will throw some other style baits, you know, um, like, like a triple trout or something if I'm fishing a herring lake. Um, but most of them are glides. You know, I got some KGBs. I got some Roman maids. Um, you know, I got some, some few others. Uh, but the big thing is going into it. You just need to understand you're not fishing for a lot of bites, but you are, you know, putting yourself in a situation of catching your, you know, your PB. So, um, I freaking love it, man. It, it's hard to put it down. It's like a top water. It's, once you start going <laughs> around, man, it, it's tough to put it down. Adrian Avina from the Major League Fishing Bass Pro Tour, and we'll resume that conversation with him coming up a little later in the show. Plus, if you've never heard of the International Wildlife Crime Stoppers Organization, you need to. Lewis Rather heads that thing up. And we're going to talk to him when we come back from the coffee pot at Kinder Outdoors. Hi, I'm Walter Perry. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store, you get a snack, and you get to stop at Bucky's. Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind, and the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat-bottom boat for a little while. A decoy, he starts it up. And sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car so I can just feel the comfort 
knowing that will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com. Hey, crappie anglers. Crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie, here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5 foot 6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all-day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target rods are designed with IM8 graphite blanks, stainless steel guides, and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shadpos. Tennessee Mist, White, Who Dat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and SmithsProducts.com. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The herdware store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents 
whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. kids along. This is where heritage is guarded just for them. Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And thanks for the note, Curtis Eldridge, Carlsbad, New Mexico. Thanks for dropping by the website and leaving a note on the door. Same to you, Patrick Wisdom, Brownwood, Texas. Mike Williams, Greenville, Mississippi. Walhalla, South Carolina. That's where Josh McCall. Here's Kinder Outdoors. James Pratt is in Mansfield, Texas, and in Sarasota, Florida, it's R.T. Butts. Thank you for listening to Kinder Outdoors, however you hear it, AM, FM, podcast, broadcast, satellite, however. Thank you. We had a good conversation with Lewis Rather last hour with the IWC. What's that? Hey, Lewis, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Big Bill. How have you been? I'm good. I'm good. I always uh, enjoy my visits with you and the good work that you guys are doing at International Wildlife Crime Stoppers. And I want to, uh, right off the bat, explain to, to folks that are listening that might not know, Lewis, what is IWC, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers? Yes, sir. It's uh, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers is international for the simple fact that we have 10 Canadian provincial agencies that are members of our organization in addition to 44 state agencies in the U.S. So that makes us an international agency. And our primary goal is to be in a position where we can help state and provincial government crime stoppers programs continue the work in the war on poaching when either their legislators or their provincial governments do not have the funding or the support to get the things that they need to be able to carry that duty out. I think uh, most of us uh, across these United States anyway are familiar uh, with our game wardens and the good work that they that they do, and Operation Game Thief, uh, where we as hunters, fishermen, outdoorsmen, and women can uh, report something bad going on in the outdoors. And this just kind of binds everybody together, state to state, U.S. and Canada, right? Yes, sir. So it's kind of like a clearinghouse. You can either make a request or report by sending it to IWC, and we will get it out to all of our state and provincial members from our website services, and you mentioned OGT, and you're right. OGT is your organization that protects what's important to you, Bill, which is your fish and wildlife resources. I heard you explain this better than anyone in my life. Uh, when I first heard you speak, Lewis, uh, on stage, we were on stage together at an event, and you said the first thing out of your mouth was, when, when a poacher poaches your fish or your deer, those are yours, they're stealing from you. It's theft from you. I'd never heard it put that way, and that's about as clear as we can put it. You've got a very good memory. That's exactly right. It's simple thievery, and they're stealing from you. Nobody likes to be violated by someone stealing something that's important to them that does not belong to the person who took it, and that's what we're here to do, and that's what IWC does every year to help all of our states and provincial governments continue doing that. Because, Billy, we're just not going to have it. We're all game wardens. As you know, IWC was developed in 1997 by game wardens, and it's run by game wardens still today in 2022. 
I should have uh, said this right off the bat, that, Lewis, you were a longtime Texas game warden. Thank you so very much for your service uh, in that area. We appreciate it. How long were you a warden in Texas? Uh, 35 years, and my last seven years was in headquarters as state operation uh, program or state coordinator for our, our OGT operation co- program for theft. So OGT was what I did for the last seven years at headquarters staff, but I enjoyed every minute of my career with Parks and Wildlife because I was in do, doing something that I believe in as a warden is protecting some support to me and to you and every other stakeholder in Texas. We're talking to people across the United States and in Canada. So if someone's listening in Canada today and they haven't heard of this uh, U.S. and Canada holding hands to protect wildlife, uh, where can they learn more? Uh, is there a number they call in Canada that's different from, from the, your headquarters number? I'm going to give them a website because that's, they all can reach that. The website is real simple. It's all lowercase. One word, wildlifecrimestoppers.org, O-R-G. Wildlifecrimestoppers.org, and there's a wealth of information there. Uh, you can actually become a member and a supporter of the IWC uh, at the website, right? Actually, yes, you can, and, and I want to thank you, uh, Kinder Outdoors, being such an environmentalist and conservationist as one of our major uh, supporters, and I appreciate everything you've done. But I would like to say that uh, they can check all these cases out. Now, you and I have talked about some specific cases. I do have one here if we have time. Oh, uh, yeah, we got a time. Hey, Lewis, there's a reason why Cops is on TV 24-7. We love to see bad guys thrown in jail. There's a reason why Northwoods Law and Lone Star Law and all of those shows do so good, because we like to see bad guys thrown in jail. And, and you guys do, our wardens do a good job of that. What have you got for us? Fill us in. So when you go onto our website, it'll pop up. And in fact, we have several cases on there you can view, but the most current in Colorado, there was a 20-year-old man who was issued a lifetime hunting ban uh, after his behavior in Colorado, and he defines what a poacher is. He had killed 12 deer, two turkeys, and a bighorn sheep. He was also convicted 2019-20, paid $4,600 fine, forfeited his weapons, six months in jail, three years probation, and now Colorado Parks and Wildlife has handed down a lock, stock, and barrel, a lifetime hunting ban, which went in also to affect all IVWC states. That's Interstate Wildlife Violator Compact. So now he cannot hunt anything in 48 states that are members of the compact. The only two that are not right now is Hawaii and Massachusetts. Wow. Wow. That's, that's good that work. That is a deterrent. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely it is. And uh, when you click on Media and Case Files, at wildlifecrimestoppers.org, you can see lots of different cases there from Ontario to Oklahoma and every place in between. So uh, go Absolutely. check it out. Check out that website and see the good work that they're doing at uh, Wildlife Crime Stoppers. Some of the guys that we've watched on uh, television, uh, like up in Maine, uh, the, the original Northwoods guys on television, uh, they they participate and they're active. People that we watch on television are active with International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, and they're going to get active on the softball field next year is what I hear. Yes, sir. We're currently working on a, a celebrity charity softball game fundraiser. We go for IWC, Texas Operation Game Thief, and Maine Operation Game Thief. The game warden from Northwoods Law TV show in Maine will be coming down to Texas next June to play the game wardens from Lone Star Law in a softball game. And I told our guys, we better make sure we win. 
But uh, we're going we're going to be we're going to be playing at the Dale Diamond just north of Round Rock, and I know you know that area well. Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty good barbecue down that way too. So everybody needs to uh, have you have you got the dates worked out in concrete yet? We have two tentative dates, and it's based on Major League Baseball schedule for the Round Rock Express that plays up there. But the tentative dates are either June 17th or June 24th, 2023, and we'll be sending out more information on our website, of course, reaching out to you with your support, as you always do. And uh, from what I'm understanding, you're still agreeing to be our MC. Is that correct? I'll be there. Yes, sir. I'm right. planning to be there. You bet. In uh, Round Rock, Texas, we're going to have a uh, we're going to have a great time. So as soon as that date is set in stone, we'll get it up on our website and, and talk about it on the air, and everybody can start making their hotel reservations and and get ready to come watch uh, the Northwoods Law and Lone Star Law guys duke it out on the uh, on the softball field. Uh, I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you and and what you do 24-7, I can't be out there hunting and fishing 24-7. But you guys have your eyes on the places I hunt, fish, and frequent 24-7. And I greatly appreciate you guys, Lewis, for all you do. Well, and same to you, my friend. And look forward to seeing you next year. Stay in touch. And anything more you want to learn about uh, International Wildlife Crime Stoppers, you'll find it at kinderoutdoors.com. Thank you, Lewis, and have a great day. Thank you, Billy. Bye-bye. We're going to have a great time one year from right now, next June 2023, in Round Rock, Texas, with the wardens from Lone Star Law and Northwoods Law squaring off on the softball diamond. That should be a whole lot of fun. Hey, I know a lot of those guys, and I promise you it's going to be a lot of fun. Adrian Avina is on the show today talking about giant swim baits, glide baits, and how to fish them. We're talking to Adrian when we come back from the coffee pot. I'm Bassmaster Classic champion Chris Lane. Hey, Billy Kinder, you're not. <laughs> Big Billy Kinder Outdoors will be right back. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit Joshua Creek. Dot com. It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful. In. Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that 
now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell some bimbo and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org Camped on the ground and in five-star lodges, but never found a more welcome camp than this one. Kender Outdoors. The phone number in the camp house is one eight seven seven eight twenty BBKO one eight seven seven eight twenty twenty two fifty six. The camp house website, kinderoutdoors.com. Real easy. K I N D E R like kindergarten. Kinderoutdoors. Com. Let's get back to our conversation with Adrian Avina from Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour. Well, especially in this age of forward-facing sonar, when you can fish to a fish and you see a giant out there, something that's different than everything else you've seen, that might be a real good time to throw that glide bait. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. You know, and and the thing about a swim bait, what 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 it, it's so powerful at is is drawing power, right? So like. For the longest time, okay, pre-forward-facing sonar, you know, the only way of you finding out what lives underneath that boat dock is by throwing a big glide bait on the side of it, and literally every big bass underneath that dock is, is going to follow it out. Now, you know, there's going to be days where, you know, you're going to have 
30 or 40 followers and you're going to be like, man, I had a 22-pound bag follow me today, but I never caught one. But then there's going to be days when all of a sudden, you know, five or six of them start committing to it. Now all of a sudden you're like, oh, shoot, man, I had 22 pounds of bites on it today. So every <laughs> day different, but the pure drawing power that that bait has is incredible. Um, and actually to kind of, to kind of go to what you were just saying, I, I called, uh, I caught two giant ones in practice at late torque, fish and suspended timber or fish and fish that were suspended in the timber that a lot of guys were targeting on, you know, of course the jerk bait, you know, jerk bait craze is crazy right now. And a lot of that has, you know, to do with, you know, what Dustin has done and what, you know, a few other guys have done on, on the jerk bait and forward facing sonar. But I literally was casting that big swim bait in them trees out in the middle of the lake where you would never expect, you know, to even make a cast at. But I know that there's a bass six, eight feet down that looks like a bowling ball out there. And I'd, and I'd reel my swim bait by, and he'd follow it, and then all of a sudden he'd commit to it, and he'd be like seven-pounder. And you'd be like, that's a fish you would never catch if you didn't have that forward-facing sonar. And maybe if you weren't throwing a big swim bait. Yeah, there you go. Hey, let's talk a little bit about your setup when you're throwing these big oversized swim baits. What are you throwing them on? Yeah, so uh, I'm a I'm a firm believer. Um, I'd say 90% of the time in throwing 25 pound mono, I throw trialing big game. People are probably laughing right now because it's probably one of the cheapest cheapest monos you can buy. You can literally buy it anywhere. Um, but 25 pound big game, I like it because it has a little bit of stretch. Um, I personally throw mine on a Revo Beast. It's an Abergracia Revo Beast. Um, and then I'll just, I'll throw it on a heavy flipping stick. You know, Abbe Garcia doesn't really have, you know, like a, like a technique uh, specific per se of a swim bait rod. Um, but I'll throw it on two different ones. I'll throw it on, a, if I'm throwing a smaller one, like a seven inch glide, I'll throw it on a seven, six heavy action fantasy to premier. Um, and then, uh, you know, if I'm throwing it, you know, a bigger swim bait than that, like a nine inch glide, I'll throw it on a seven eleven flipping stick. Um, but definitely, you know, a Revo Beast, you want something that's like, you know, a 300-style reel just so you get that line capacity because, I mean, you know as well as I do, you know, you get the wind behind you, you go to chucking that thing, you can throw all the line off a 200 size. Uh, people are just tuning into this, and, and they heard you say, you know, when I'm throwing a smaller bait, like a 7-inch swim bait, <laughs> we're talking about giant swim baits today with Adrian Avina. This guy's had a lot of success with him. Maybe you've seen him on television on the MLF cups, uh, throwing that oversized swim bait. You mentioned pre-spawn and, uh, and around the spawn, uh, but uh, I've seen you other times of the year throwing, uh, throwing those big oversized spin, uh, swim baits too. What, what are the, what are the times of year when you'll absolutely not think about using it? Is there a time? You know, it, I'm always thinking about it just because I love throwing one so much and I, and I just know the quality of fish that you can catch on it um you know probably probably the fall you know the fall is the time of year when the when the fish really start keying in on on smaller bait um but then again there's a lot of big ones up shallow again so i so i always have one tie you know tied on um but just it seems like to me you know, some of the best times of year to throw it is pre-spawn spawn, you know, when the majority of the big fish of the lake that you fish are up there shallow. Um, but I'll never rule one out. 
you know, because there's always big ones shallow. Uh, it's just, you know, that those times of year that I mentioned is when the majority of them big bass are up there. New Jersey is not known as a giant whitetail state, but it's probably a very well-kept secret. You guys have a ton of whitetail deer in the state of New Jersey, and you love to bow hunt. I don't know how many people know that about you. Yeah, you know, I, shoot, I, I grew up doing that a lot, you know, all, all through high school and college. And and honestly, over the last couple of years, you know, I, I kind of got out of it just a little bit because I really started doing a lot of commercial fishing in the fall, uh, spending a lot of time on the water. But, uh, but man, yeah, I love it. You know, I mean, Jer- Jersey's known for backyard bucks, man. I mean, there's not a, there's not a whole lot of, a whole lot of areas, you know, to haunt public land. You know, I've got a, I've got a hundred acre parcel that we'll hunt. And then, um, you know, of course it, it seems like outside of that, you're hunting in somebody's backyard, but man, it's, it's fun. We don't have giant, you know, a hundred, a hundred inch, a hundred and, you know, 15 inch deer is a big deer in Jersey. Uh, but the sheer number of deer is pretty incredible. Well, a hundred acres to a bow hunter is is a big deal. Yeah, that's plenty of room if you've got some deer, or maybe if you're a turkey hunter, that's about all you need. Uh, but if you're a bow hunter, that gets you up close and personal, and and plenty of room to hunt. Hey, what a pleasure talking to you, Adrian. Like I said, I've been wanting to have you on the show for a while, and and I've really enjoyed it. I'll be bugging you again. Absolutely, man. Hey, I enjoyed it. Thanks everybody for having me. And and by the way, if you want to go fishing with Adrian Avina on his saltwater charters. Uh, check him out at? At Jersey Boy Charters. Yeah, don't sleep on that, man. We'll have a great time. Grab you and a couple of the buddies, and, and let's go out saltwater fishing. I know it's a bucket list for a lot of people, and uh, right now it's prime time. From now all the way through the summer is incredible. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled. But we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at KinderOutdoors.com. Well, we're all out of time, but I do want to thank my guests, Adrian Avina from Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour. Also, Lewis Rather, my friend Lewis Rather, heads up the International Wildlife Crime Stoppers organization. Gary Klein for the inside look at Lake Mead and a great ceviche recipe from our Kinder Outdoors master chef, John Bonnell. If you missed any of that or want to share it with a buddy or whatever, it's all waiting for you at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Hey, thank you for hanging out with us today. You're always welcome here, and you're welcome to bring friends with you. 
I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we've had together this and every week and invite you back next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. Yeah.